I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast. Hosted by your one and only, Jubin Jean Georges. Hello, 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 and good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How was your day? How was your day? How was your day? How was your day? How was your night? How was your morning? Because I know right now is the afternoon. You know, some of you, you might be like, maybe like the late, late, late night time for you guys. Because I have family all over the world. I just want to say thanks to God. Before I continue, I want to say my number one message. If you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, welcome to Talk With You. Today is episode 54, and my topic today is Faith Over Fear. I should have been spending some time asking God, what do you want me to talk about Monday? And then yesterday, something popped up my mind saying, fear over, uh, faith over fear. I believe the reason why God want me to talk about this, you know, not me want to talk about it. The reason why he want to talk about it is because right now we are going to a lot of stuff right as we see, Russia is attacking the other country, and a lot of people are very afraid right now. A lot of people saying that is the American America gonna get involved. You know, if America get involved, we're gonna be in trouble because Russia gonna attack us and everything like that. So people are going to through a lot of fear right now, a lot of anxiety right now, a lot of depression right now. People are going through a lot right now. That's what the enemy do. You know, today I'm not going to talk too fast. You know, you guys might see me pose a little bit because I want to take my time to actually talk about what God put in my heart for me to talk to you guys. That's what the enemy do, ladies and gentlemen. The enemy is very good at making us afraid because the enemy know the human being when we are afraid 
we go crazy, we lose control, we don't really take time to think. The enemy knows us human, when we are afraid, we even forget about God because like we are running away. We're not we actually not spending the time uh to pray and ask God to help you because you are afraid. Everybody is looking for somewhere to run to. Everybody looking for the, you know, all the country to help them. So, you know, everybody is looking for government to help them. Everybody is looking for neighbors to help them, but they are not asking God to help them because they are afraid. Us Christians that are supposed to be strong spiritually, mentally, physically, most of us are the number one person that actually go through anxiety when we see things happening. It's like we forget that the Bible talk about it in the end time, in the end day, there will be war. Country will rise against other country. When they actually hear, you know, or you know, a country is attacking another country, us Christians, we go crazy. We forget about God. How can you expect for the worldly person to be strong when us Christians that have been talking about the end time there will be war, us Christians that actually been preaching about the things that are going to happen in the end time, us Christians that actually been telling the non-believers, even telling the believers the signs of the end time, and then when those signs are happening, we are the first person to actually go to anxiety. We are the first person to actually tripping. And you expect for the worldly person to actually be strong. When they actually like trying to look up into a Christian for a Christian to help them to go through whatever they are going through. And then you, me, are the one that are making them get more afraid because like we don't have the faith. We talk about it in the end time there will be war in the end time those are the signs that will show you that god is on his way coming back and then we are the first person to actually go crazy when we actually hear a war is happening and then you expect for the non-believers to be strong the non-believers are looking for you they expect for you to be stronger than them to help them go through whatever they are going through right now Russia is attacking the other country. And then Christians are going crazy. They forget about there's a God in heaven that they actually been preaching about. They forget about Jesus Christ died for them in the cross. They forget about all the stuff they actually been saying in the end time. There will be war. Country will rise up against, against other country. They're making the non-believer go to more anxiety. And then you want them to actually be strong. So my topic today is faith over fear. The enemy know when he make you afraid, you will not have faith. A lot of people, when they actually go through stuff, they look up or they go to a church. Or they're trying to find a man of God or a woman of God to actually have them pray. But us, we don't have strength to pray because we are worried about what's happening. 
show, we're going to take some time to talk about faith first. Faith is one of the most central part of our relationship with God. No matter who you are or who we are, no matter what our work in life, there will be trial time. Trial time means there will be like tribulation. There will be there will be like, you know, God will take time to test. God loves to test his people to see in the situation what are you going to do. This difficult moment tests our faith and trust in God. A lot of us will fail. God already know that me and you going to fail the test, the trial. But he still put you through the trial to actually see what are you going to do. I believe the reason why God do that is for me and you not to have no excuse. You know? You already know you're going to fail. At the same time, he, he created like another way to help you after you fail the test to still help you. Our faith is tested daily by tribulation, terrifying news, story that reminds us of death or crisis. By personal problem, by the human falling, you know, by the human failing of our relationship or family, that means like, that mean like you might be going through something like in your family. God might allow something to happen between you and a family or between you and a friend to actually test your feet. You know, like you just like God loves to test me and you by tribulation. He puts you like in trial. And yet, the more we live in faith, the better we are able to make our way in the world to trust in God. You see, the more we live in faith, the more you have faith in God, because, okay, we are serving like a God that me and you cannot see, right? By the grace of God, God, you know, revealed himself to me. Jesus revealed himself to me since I was a little boy. And then until this day, he's still doing the same. So I have proved that he's a God. That's one of the reasons why nobody can, can doubt me. Nobody can make me choose another religion because, first of all, I had faith. And I still have faith. Second of all, he will reveal himself to me. That is like a confirmation that he exists. You know, God exists. Jesus exists. So that's one of the reasons why a lot of people, it's going to be hard for you to make me turn to another religion. And first of all, I'm not even a religion. You know, like for you to make me turn against God because I have, if I let myself turn against God, against Jesus, after he revealed himself to me, my punishment will be worse than people that have not even seen him yet, and they still believe in him. So we serving like a God that we cannot see every day. A lot of us, we actually been, a lot of people been serving God for 40 years, 50 years. God never revealed himself to them, but they, you know, you know, revealed himself to them. So it's going to be hard for someone to actually believe in a God. That's why God, God is the only one that can give you faith. Without God giving you faith, it's going to be hard for you to believe. 
people that choose to serve God, people that choose to accept Jesus Christ into their life as the Lord and Savior, they didn't make the decision on, on their own. It's the Holy Spirit that's helping me and you to actually make the right decision. Faith makes us stronger, braver, better. Faith helps us through time of trouble and allowed us to help others going through their own step of trial. So when God puts you like in a situation, let's say, let me see, oh, example. I'm going to take like a simple example. Your rent is due, right? Your mortgage is due. Your mortgage is due and you don't have a job. You don't have a job and you don't have nobody to help you. And, and you've been praying God for God to help you find the money to actually pay your mortgage. One month passed, you haven't had the money, and you're still praying. Two months passed, and then, you know, like the mortgage company sent you a letter saying that, you know, if you don't make a payment, they're going to they're gonna take your house, or they're going to kick you out of your apartment. And then, like, and then, like, you start going through anxiety. You start going through depression. You start getting, you know, like, sometimes we get mad with God. You know, I'm praying, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the moment you... Open that door for the enemy to enter. And then you allow the enemy to stay in after he enters your mind. And then you allow the enemy to stay in. The enemy going to bring negative, negative things. And then like the enemy going to make you start doubting God. Do God do exist? You know, I hear like a lot of testimony about the power of God, about people, God, Make them find money somewhere to pay their bills. Why God is not helping me? Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? So Satan start putting stuff into your mind for you to doubt, for you not to have faith. That's what he do. That's where fear. And then you start being, by you doubting yourself is fear. After the enemy do that, and then fear enter your heart, and you start being being afraid that you're not going to have the money. You start being afraid that God is not, not going to give you the money. You start being afraid if there's a God for real, do God do exist or not? But you forget everything else that God did for you. A lot of us in, in our trial, the trial that God put you into, might be so hard you forget about everything else that God been doing for you. You forget about the last problem that you was in. God did something for you to help you out. It's just like in that moment, you forget about everything else. That's what the devil do. The devil block everything that God been doing for you during your lifetime to make you stress about the what you know the the thing that you are going through right now in the moment right now for you not to have faith. Because if you re remember the things that God been doing for you. Throughout your lifetime, all the situation that you went through and then God got you out of it, you will still have faith. So that's one of the reasons why me and you, we need to stay in prayer because prayer is what's going to give us faith. We're supposed to meditate in the Bible daily because that's why going to make you have faith, getting to know God, getting to know Jesus Christ. Because when by you getting to know Jesus Christ, you're getting to know God. Because they are one. Your faith is going to grow. So when you have faith, when you heal like another country, 
rise up against another country, you're not going to be panicked. Yeah, the people that's in that country have the right to run away. Because just because you have faith doesn't mean that if they're blowing up your neighborhood, you have to stay in your neighborhood. It doesn't mean that if you see like your house is on fire for you to stay in the house. Oh, I have faith in God. God gonna, you know, like, you know, like, uh, you know, like make the fire go away. God not gonna kill me. Even God left example for us. Jesus Christ left example for us when he was on earth. When he actually heard there's a problem somewhere, he actually goes somewhere else. So if God, if Jesus himself, that's God, did that, what, what make you think that you're not supposed to do it? So the, the people like in that country and those countries that are actually going through, through whatever they are going through right now, they have the right to run away because like they're trying to leave that, that part of the town, that part of the country that Russia is actually attacking to actually go somewhere else. But us, that's not even in the country, we're starting to have anxiety because we are worried about America going to get involved trying to help those people, and then Russia going to come here and attack us. The thing is not even happening yet, and you're already stressing about it. The thing is not even happening, and you're already, like, you know, you know, like being afraid about it. So Satan used one situation to make multiple people go through a lot of problems. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and insurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancestors were, were committed for. By faith, we understand that the universe were, was found, founded by God, by God coming so that, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. You see? We believe by faith that the universe was made by God's word, by God's command. I mean, like God, you know, like, you know, spoke and then everything come true. That's the same power that me and you have. That's one of the reasons why I remember one of my book, um, you know, like episode I was talking about only if we knew who we are in Christ. Because like the word that coming out your mouth is the breath of God, the same way that God commands things to happen, they actually come alive, the same thing that we're able to do. If we had the faith that God want us to do, want us to have. All Christian like in the universe can actually like put one mind, all their mind together and, and then like come by their faith. You don't even need to see the person next to you. You come by your faith with all the Christian, all the believers around the world, you know, like to actually believe that God will set those people free. You know, it doesn't say anything. Even need to be like a lot of people. It can be like you and somebody else. You put your, you know, you put your mind together and then you believe that the situation that you are going through, whatever situation that you are going through, you will get out of it. But we actually let in Satan brainwash our mind. Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as a small, you know, seed, you can say this mountain move from here to there and it will move. 
nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17, 20. Jesus Christ will reveal the power of faith. If Jesus did not want you and me to actually have faith, he was not going to tell you the secret of faith. He revealed the power of faith. If you had a little faith, you know, a small faith, not even like the faith that God wants you to have, but if you have a little faith, you can tell that Martin to actually move from left to right. He will move. You can tell, you know, you know, like your car to actually start by itself without even like pressing the starter. The remote control. You can tell the light to turn on and off with the word that coming out of your mouth without even turning the switch. Only if we had a little faith of, of the kind of faith that God wants you to have. Can you imagine if you have the full faith that God wants me and you to have? There's a lot of things that God, Jesus said when he was on earth that God actually spoke through his people. is because he wants you to do it. It's because he knew in 2022 this thing was going to happen. It's because he knew in 2020 Corona was going to happen. It's because he knew that a lot of things going to happen. He wants you and me to have faith so you don't stress yourself out. There's a lot of things that God asks me and you is because he don't want you to stress. It's because he know your mind is so weak. Any little thing can actually make you go through anxiety. When you go through anxiety, when you stress, we start having like mental problems. You start going through all those depression, you're not going to be able to, you know, you're not going to be able to pray. You know, you will not be able to pray. People in my country right now, in Haiti, even pastors that have been preaching about the power of God, now they're actually starting to doubt. They actually starting to doubt, asking themselves, is this a God for real? Because of all those stuff that happening like in my country right now. A lot of them even go to those voodoo people to actually get power so they don't get shot. Because like right now they are kidnapping like a lot of pastors. Remember that the Bible says not everybody, you know, like that say hallelujah going to heaven. So not every pastor that said they are pastor that really a pastor. One guy was talking, he actually saying that um because because there's a popular pastor, you know, like in Haiti, that they actually kidnapped after I think after what 29 days, 29 days, they actually let him go, and he actually was saying that. If God is so powerful, why they have to pay money to relieve the pastor? If God is so powerful, why the prayer? Why people did not pray? Why God did not, you know, set the uh, the pastor the pastor free by by prayer? Because a lot of people was praying for God to relieve the pastor. So because they pay money for them to set the pastor free, he actually didn't agree to that. He getting mad, start talking better about God because they, you know, because they gave money to relieve the pastor. He wanted God to just relieve the pastor like that without people paying money. But we cannot tell God what to do. You know, 
We cannot tell God what to do. He actually was saying like the pastor is one of a very popular pastor. He fasts every day. He's involved in the community. He's helping a lot of, you know, a lot of people. He's doing a lot of things for the kingdom of God. So why God allowed people to pay money to pay, you know, those kidnapper money to release the pastor? Why didn't God just, you know, you know, like, like, you know, like use his power to, to make those people relieve the pastor without no money? To me, that could be like a trial, to, you know, like, to, you know, God is testing the Haitian people right now. God is testing me as a Haitian people right now to see in the situation, you know, that we are going through right now, if we're going to keep believing in him or if we're going to be afraid and start doubting him. A lot of us are being possessed by the spirit of fear, start making us doubting God, start making us doubting the power of God. The thing that we actually been preaching about for decades, for centuries, about the power of God, now we are allowing, you know, like the situation to actually make us doubt God. I met your fear. Once we are honest with ourselves about, you know, the source of our problem, the source of our worry, we can bring that, we can bring that problem to God. Paul wrote that we should talk to him about everything through prayer. Everything included, you know, like, you know, like everything included everything. Everything included fear and easy to, you know, like, you know, fear, problem, you know, like, you know, loss of a job, problem within a family. Whatever situation that you are going through, you need to be honest with God. I met your sin. A lot of us, we don't even want to admit our sin, you know, our fear, our sin, fear. Some of us, we are even afraid to actually tell God himself why we are afraid. Because, uh, to be honest with you, I used to be like that. It's like we, the devil put like in the back of our mind, if we say it out loud, he will know our secret. He will attack us. That's the way I used to think when I used to be younger. I used to be afraid to even tell God why I am afraid. I used to be afraid of nighttime. I used when I was like you know small boy. I used to be afraid of being home by myself. I used to be afraid of being like in the darkness by myself. And when I used to pray, I used to be afraid to even say out loud why I'm afraid because, like I, because like I know the demon are listening to me, and I was afraid they was gonna heal my secret and they was gonna use that against me to keep making me be afraid. So that, well, that's what the enemy do. That's one of the reasons why when we committed a sin, the enemy don't want you to commit, you know, to actually be honest to God about the sin. He do not want you to say the the name of the sin because he know. If you say the name of the sin, you will be set free. So that's why we need to admit our fear, you know, through God, through prayer. Prayer is a communication. It's like I'm talking to you right now. So when we pray, prayer is not just you get on your knees, oh, Jesus Christ, oh, blah, 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 help me, God, help me do this, blah, 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 and then you start talking in tongues. This is not only prayer. Prayer is like me and you talking to, you know, me talking to you right now. Because you can sit down and talk to God having a, you know, a conversation with God like you're having a conversation with a friend. Prayer is not just fasting. 
you saying hi to God. Hey, good morning, God. Good morning, Jesus. How are you doing? That's praying. You are praying. So you spend time talking to God. Telling God the reason why you're afraid. He already know. God just wants you to say it. Because like, if you say it and then you believe, you will be set free. There's a lot of things that we are going through right now. God already set, you know, set us free from it. It's just like we don't believe that we are set free. That's one of the reasons why the thing can happen to you. But God has already resolved the problem for you a long time ago. You just don't have the faith. You just don't know because you're afraid because you don't have faith. You don't, you don't even see that the, you know, the problem has been resolved. You still think like it's happening when it's not happening. So we need to tell God the reason why we are afraid. The enemy won't allow you. The enemy do not want you to. Everything that the enemy do not want you to do is because he know if you do it, you're going to be set free. The enemy don't want you to pray because he know the power of prayer. Us believers, we're serving God. We don't even believe in the power of prayer. Us believers, we are preaching about the power of prayer. We don't even believe in what we are preaching. You know, Paul knew that the more time we spend with God, the bigger he becomes. And the bigger he becomes, the smaller our problems seem. That's one of the reasons why God says, search for me and you will be, and you will find me, knock, and, and I will open for you. Because if you don't pray, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't fast, you know, how can I say that? God not going to become, you know, like bigger into your life. You're not going to get closer to God because like the, every time when you do that, you are getting closer to God. God will talk to you more. You will feel his presence stronger than you used to. You will hear the voice of God talking to you. Whatever problem that's happening in your life, whatever problem that's happening around you, whatever problem that's happening in other country, you will not be afraid because God is close to you. Because God is big in your life because you are praying and you are fasting and you are meditating in the word of God daily. I have that experience many times. And that's something that I am, you know, I'm actually craving. Like, you know, the way I used to serve God when I was younger, because of everything that I'm doing right now, everything that I'm going through right now, you know, like, I don't have the time. Not, not like I don't have the time. I don't have enough time. You know, like the time that I used to have when I was younger, I don't have it right now to spend it, but that's something I need to change in my life that I'm, you know, that I'm working on right now to actually change. I should not be focused on earthly things more than God. I should not be focused about money more than God. I should not be focused about success more than God because without God, I would not be successful in life. Only God can make me successful the way I want to be successful. So I need to think less on success. I want to be successful spiritually. 
by me saying spiritually, I'm talking about like I want to be successful in my relationship with God. You know, that's the number one thing because the Bible also talks about search for things that's in heaven and then everything else will come as benefit. So I want to focus more in God's, you know, like seeking God, seeking things that's in, the, that's in heaven. And I know God will result everything else that I already started, that I'm planning to start, that I already did, that I'm planning to do. God will result everything for me. So the closer we are met, I fear. And the closer we pray, the, the closer we confess the thing that we are actually afraid of, the more, you know, like you're going to be uh, set free from it. And then you're praying every day, the closer you're going to get to God. When you hear those things happening, you will not be afraid. Somebody might set a bomb ready like in your neighborhood. You're not going to be afraid. You know? You will not be afraid for the people that are listening, listening to me, watching me. You will not be afraid because you, you will have faith. The faith will overcome your fear. That's my title today. Faith overcomes fear. Your faith will overcome your fear. I am so sorry, guys. Somebody was just calling me. I don't know why they're calling me like the moment that I'm doing, you know, my life. So, your faith will overcome your fear. Act for action. Make a special request for God to act. The Bible is filled with examples of people who ask God to interfere in, in you know, special situations. Sometimes we choose to act in clear, in a clear mind. Sometimes God might interfere, God might appear in a situation, God might act for you in the moment that everything is clear, in the moment that everything is dark for you. What do I mean about clear and dark? Clear mean that the moment that you're not talking about the problem, something is happening in your life right now, you don't even know God might interfere, God might act for you. And sometimes it's when the thing gets worse. When you think that nothing's going to happen for you, when you think that you're going to die, when you think that there is no way out, when you actually go through so much anxiety and you're in the process of killing yourself because you think there is no way out, no way out, and then God is, you know, acting for you. Just because you're asking God to interfere, it doesn't mean that he's going to interfere when you want him to. That's why me and you allow fear to overcome your faith. Because you're asking God to interfere for you, to act in a situation for you, it's like in the back of our mind, we, we want God to do it right now. It's like in the back of our mind, we want God to do it in one day, two days, one, one month. And then God know he's going to do it like in one year, two years. And you start having doubt, fear overcome your, your faith. Because you think that God not, you know, you know, God didn't heard your prayer. God not going to intervene, but he is. He's just not going to do it in the time, in the moment, in the season, in the month, in the our second you want him to 
Because we cannot tell God what to do. We can only act and allow him to do it when he wants to or if he wants. God is God. Even if you choose to serve him, he will still be God. Even if you don't want to serve him, he will still be God. Even if you believe in him, he will still be God. Even if you don't believe in him, he will still be God. Even if you are mad at God, there's a lot of people mad at God right now because of everything that's happening on this earth. God will still be God. So we need to come like in a situation, in a conclusion. We need to come like into a mindset that we're just gonna let God's will be done. We're not gonna stress about it no more. Because even if you cry every day, water, you know, boogers coming down your nose, water is you know dripping all over your face, and then you think God's gonna feel pity and do it right away, and then you see many years pass, God haven't done nothing for you. Because we cannot blackmail God. We, we can try to blackmail somebody else, but we cannot blackmail God. Because he already know what's in your heart. He already know why all those boogers coming out your nose, all those tears is coming out your face. He already know like you're just trying to make him feel bad. You're just trying to blackmail God so he can resolve the situation for you. But it's not going to happen like that. So that's one of the reasons why we need to change our, you know, change our mindset. To just say, let God will be done. I know there's a lot of people in that country. I forgot the name of it. The one that Russia is actually attacking right now. I know a lot of them might be asking God, why are you letting that happen to us? We love our country. Why are you letting, you know, like, you know, them overcoming, you know, you know, like, you know, um, 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 attacking us right now, like that. Even people that's not even in that country asking God right now. I'm not saying probably because I already know they are a lot of people all right now. Why are you letting those stuff happen? Why don't you take the life of Putin? I heard, um, on, I saw a video on Facebook. Somebody um, put. Talking about if anybody's brave, brave enough. To take uh, Putin life to assassinate Putin, they will give a million dollars. Blah 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 blah. It, just like we letting like a lot of things overtaking us. I know there's a lot of Christian right now saying like, God, why are you letting all those stuff happen, God? You know, God, why don't you intervene? Why don't you do something? Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's like they forget that the Bible talk about everything that's happening right now. That's one of the reasons why me, I don't, it's not because I don't care for all those people that are dying. Believe me, I do care. I feel bad and everything like that. But what can I do? God can, you know, God not going to change. They are right. They're like in the Bible. The Bible talk about it. 
This stuff that's in the Bible, even God will not change it. God say no one can change my word. No one can change not even one word in the Bible. If somebody might try to create a Bible, we move up a word, but this stuff is still there. It's still going to happen. You know? Those stuff will still happen. So me, I, you know, I came like into a conclusion. I came like into a decision that I would just let God will be done. There's another thing that I wanted that I've been asking God for, and then God have not done done um done it yet. I used to get mad about it. I used to stress about it, and I say, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. Even if I stress, God will will always be done. He's God, no matter what decision I you know or, you know what the what decision I make. He will still be God even if I choose not to serve him. He will still be God. He will be bad for me because if I choose not to serve God because of something that I'm going through that he haven't resolved for me, I'm going to hell. So I just say, let his will be done. I'm not going to force it no more. We need to let God's will be done. We need to let God's will be done. Jesus himself asked his father to take away his cup of suffering. But he knew the he knew that if God removed that cup from him, me that talking to you right now, maybe I was not gonna be. Exist. Maybe my great, 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 great mother was not going to be exist for them to make everybody doing my family line for my mother, mother to be alive, my father, father to be alive so they can make my mom and my dad to make me. So what did Jesus do? Jesus say, yet. Not as I will, but as you will. So even Jesus came to a conclusion. Even Jesus made a choice. The same, you know, the same conclusion that I'm telling you right now, the same choice that I'm telling you right now, to just allow God's will be done. Even Jesus Christ himself, as God, allowed the will of his Father be done, the will of my Father be done. All this stuff happened, God wanted to leave an example for me and you. To show you even him, that is God himself, choose to allow his father will be done when he able to just say, you know what, forget it, friend. People are going to be laughing at me. People are going to be making fun of me. They're going to whoop me. I'm going to be stuff. Man, forget all that. I'm not going to do it no more. I ain't going to forget all this. God was not going to be mad at him because he's God himself. Say, you know what, forget about it. Just wipe them out, God. You was going to kill them all? Go ahead and do it. Kill them. But no. He made his final decision. He said, yet. He said, yet. Not as I will, but as you will. 
Matthew 26, 39. Apple Paul wrote, as we know that in all things God wrought for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Woman 8, verse 28. Like a child who acts, a loving parents to meet his or her need. So we're able to ask our Father in heaven to act in our need. At the time, he will give us what we require, what we request. At all the time, he may have something even better in the works for you. So just like a child on earth, like me and you, when we used to be kid, or the kid, you know, you know, be, you know, kid right now, can go to their mom and father saying, like, oh, I want this Xbox. Oh, my feet is hurting me. I, I'm in pain. They want their parents to actually like do something for them. So the parents might take them to the hospital or they might give them a massage or they might give them like, you know, a, you know, a pen pill. They might, you know, like they will do anything for that kid because that kid is suffering right now. And then you think your father in heaven not going to help you. So the same way you're able to ask your father in heaven to help you in whatever situation that you are going through right now. If you feel that you are you are being afraid, even afraid to tell God you are afraid. You need to ask God to intervene. You need to ask God to give you the courage to confess to him that you are afraid to tell him why you are afraid. Because he just wants you to talk to him. He already knows he just wants the communication with you, the relationship with you. Give thanks. It is particularly impossible to feel truly thankful and to feel not thankful at the same moment. That's why. Uh, that's why some um, something powerful. That's why it is powerful. I'm sorry. That's why it is powerful when we give thanks to God when we are going through a bad situation. when we may not feel grateful. The moment that you don't feel grateful, the moment that you are going through whatever you are going through, you're not feeling grateful. You're feeling like, it's, you know, like you're having doubt. You're asking yourself, is God really exist? You're saying, why God you letting, you know, like that country is doing this? Why God you letting Haiti like that? Why are you letting, you know, like, you know, you know, Haitian is killing all the people, you know, all the Haitian like them. Why, you know, like I'm not able to pay my bill? Why I cannot find the job that I want? Why I cannot be in the level that I want? Why I cannot be successful? The same moment that you are going through all this, all that anxiety, all this depression, it is very powerful to give thanks to God. You're feeling stressed, worried, 
anxiety warp us, wrap around you and take your joy away. You know? Take your joy away and make you focus on what was wrong or missing. Make you focus in the past. Make you focus in the problem, the problem that you are going through right now because that's what anxiety do. When you let your mind, you let your life, you let yourself go through that anxiety, that depression, that stress, your only focus is the problem that you are going through right now. You are not going to be talking about, thinking about the result, uh, you know, a way out because depression, that's what they do. He will, you know, like stick you to the problem so you, so you can get more into anxiety. So that's the spirit, the spirit of anxiety. Even after you doubt, even after you cast out God, you curse out God, even after you do all that, you can still have victory by overcoming whatever you are going through and give thanks to God. After you did all those stuff, you say, God, may your will be done. I glorify your name. You are God of God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. I give you praise and glory. I give you praise and glory. How much better to follow the example, the, the, to follow Paul's advice by giving thanks to God? There is a lot of things that should make you want to give thanks to God. Yes, country rise up against country right now. Yes. You probably had somebody in that country that went on, you know, vacation. Russia killed them. The bomb they actually sent to that country, a lot of your family might die. Yes, you could not pay your bill. Yes, Corona took a lot of things away. Corona killed a lot of your family member, a lot of your friends. But there's still a lot of things that should make you want to say thanks to God. One is you went to sleep, you woke up. If you went to sleep and you did not woke up, you was not going to be stressing right now. You was not going to be doubting yourself right now. You're still living. You still have a chance because there's a lot of people you knew they actually die and went to hell. They are suffering in hell right now. They're asking God for another chance, but it's too late for them. But you are still alive. You still have a chance to serve God, to accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. So that right there should make you want to say thanks to God. It is a very powerful thing when you're praising God in a situation, in a bad situation. It is more powerful to give praise to God when you're going through a bad situation than when everything is going good for you. Because it is easy to give God praise and glory when everything is going good for you. But when things are going bad for you, it is not easy for you to do it because that situation is going to make you doubt God. So it is, that's why I, that's what makes it powerful when you do that, when you're going through a very bad situation, to give praise and thanks to God.
give thanks for what he has done. He has given us life. He has met our need. He paid the penalty of our sin and gave us hope of eternal life. Thank him for this and the many other blessings of life. That's one, that's another thing that should make you want to say thanks to God. I'm going to say it again. Give thanks for what he has done and has given, you know, given us life. He has given us life and has met our need. He paid the penalty of our sin because we were supposed to go to hell. God had chose to eliminate everybody because of our sin. So Jesus paid and gave us hope for eternal life. Thanks to him for this and many other blessings of life. Give thanks for what he is doing. That's another. We know that he is able to use the present um, you know, like situation in a way that we may not see. So God able to use the situation that you are going through right now, the problem that you are going through right now, and then you know, like you know, like use it in a way that you never thought he was gonna do it for you. Because like you never knew that God was gonna, in that moment you are suffering, God was gonna bless you. A lot of people, the moment that they are suffering, tomorrow they wake up to become a millionaire. They never thought that God was going to make them a millionaire in the moment that they are going through right now. Everything, they lost everything. They didn't have not even a dime in their bank account. Their bank account is overdrive. And then like, they, they have debt collector calling. They are stressing, they are stressing, they are stressing. tomorrow, God makes someone call them. And like God told me to give you a couple million dollars. God told me to give you everything that I own. A lot of people being blessed like that. God told me before I died to put your name in everything that I own, all my millions, my mansion, my jet, my business, you know, like everything. And then, and then, like that same day, the person become millionaire. So, like God able to use your situation that you are going through right now to use it like in a way that you never seen, that you never knew, that you never thought that God was gonna do it for you. Give thanks for what he's doing in the world and what he is doing in us. So we should give God thanks. We should praise God's name for everything that's happening on this earth, even if it is bad. Even if it is bad, you should give God thanks because he, you know, he's letting his will be done. His will is being done on earth. Even if you like it, you don't like it. You should still give God thanks and give him uh, praise him, give him thanks for those stuff that happening like in this world. Give thanks for what he will do. You are going through what you are going through right now. You allow the enemy to put fear in your life. You allow the enemy to take away your faith. But God gives you one little chance. That one little chance is to give him praise in what you are going through right now. That might be the other way that I told you. 
whatever situation that you are going through right now, God know you are going through it. God know that you're going to doubt him. God know you're going to curse him out, but he created a way out for you. That way out could be a little simple thing is in the situation that you are right now, you give God praise and glory. The thing that's happening like in that country, you give God praise and glory. The thing that's happening in Haiti right now, you give God praise and glory. And then God will resolve your problem for you. So give, give, uh, give thanks for what he will do. Perhaps most importantly, give thanks for what God will do in the coming days. The thing that we are going through right now is nothing. They will be worse. That's one of the reasons why I tell God, you know, I don't see myself living like in those days um, where things are going to get worse. You know? But if it is God's will for me to still be alive to see those stuff, may his will be done. Because I already know if God allowed me to, to still be alive in those days when, when like, maybe World War Three happened, I don't know. People talking about World War Three might happen right now. You know, it might, but at the same time, it doesn't mean like it's going to happen right now. It will happen one day because, you know, you know, like the Bible talk about, the, you know, you know, like the big war, you know, like in the end times, et cetera, et cetera. But when we think it's going to happen, it might not be the day it's going to happen. And then the day that we think it's not going to happen might be the day it's happening. But I already know you've got allowed me to be alive in those days is because you know I we have the strength, you know, to actually go through that situation. That's one of the reasons why God wants us to be ready. Instead of you stressing, instead of you being afraid, we need to pray for God to get you ready for the things that's coming. Ask God to put things in you that will help you go through your next situation. Because you're going through a problem right now, God set you free from it. Doesn't mean you are free forever. As long as we are alive on this earth, we will be going through trial. We will be going through tribulation because we are fighting with a demon. We will be going through stuff. So we should be praying for God to help us to go through the things that are going to happen in the future. And then give God praise for, for what he will do in the coming days. The peace of God. So after you do all those stuff, you know, you admit of your sin, you confess, your, uh, not, not your sin, your fear, you admit on your field, you like be honest. I met me like it's like be honest to God about your fear, what makes you be afraid. You tell God exactly what makes you afraid because He already knows. We know He already knows, so we cannot hide it. So the best thing is to be honest. So after you be honest to God about the thing that make you afraid, about the thing that make you lose your faith. And then you allow God's will to be done in the earth, in the world, in your life, in your family life, around your neighborhood, around your country. 
And then you give God praise and glory for everything that's happening, even if it is good, even if it is bad. The next thing that's going to happen is the peace of God will be in your life. Because I believe, if you read the Bible, you know, like, good, I believe after Jesus made that prayer, tell God, first he said, take the cup away, the cup of suffering away. And then he said, yet, not as I will, but as your will be done. I believe in that moment, the peace of God came into Jesus. Jesus was pissed because he, come, you know, he come in, um, admit his fear. Because in that moment, the flesh, for Jesus was 100% God, 100% human. So the way we are feeling right now, Jesus was feeling like that. The human part of him was feeling like that because Jesus wanted to feel the, you know, like, you know, like, you know, the feeling of a human. So I believe after he actually allowed, he made that decision. Because he know if you don't go through it, me and you was not going to be alive right now. God was going to eliminate us. So he made that decision in that moment saying that may your will be done, not my will. Not as I will, but as you will. I believe the peace of God came in him. That's why Jesus got up, stood up, and then went. And then the soldiers took him the same moment. Think about this for me. You see, like, the moment I'm talking about this, that actually come clear in my mind. God was testing Jesus. At the same time, the enemy was raiding. See, God is being tested and the enemy is raiding. The enemy was waiting for God's answer. Satan sent the enemy because he thought that God was going to make a decision saying, like, I will no longer die for humanity. Satan was going to destroy everything. I bet you in that moment, Satan was going to destroy everything. So Satan... You know, God was being tested and the enemy was raiding to find out what the answer will be. I don't know if it's catching what I'm saying. To find out what the answer will be. So after Jesus made that decision, let God will be done, they say, okay, let, let's just take him away. Probably if Jesus said, no, I'm not going to no longer do it, Satan was going to, you know, Satan was going to, you know, like vanish the universe. You know, Satan was going to, be okay, we already, whoa, uh, man, you know, like, you don't know what, what was going to happen. You know, it's like you go into the George and then police are waiting for you right now. And then a lot of people waiting for the answer. And then when the judge have the final, um, you know, like the paper after the jury uh, actually met, they made a decision. And then the judge going to say the decision, everybody... You know, he's waiting for the answer. Police was right there for two things. If you're guilty, to take you to prison. If you're not guilty, to set you free, to remove the handcuff, to take you back in the room. You know, if you have stuff in the room, blah, 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 for you to get your stuff and leave, same thing. So those, you know, you know, the soldier was there for two things. But Jesus made the right decision and the peace of God come, come up on. So saying same thing for me and you. So the moment you make all those uh, all those decisions, you decided to let God will be done in your life. You give God praise and glory for whatever in the bad situation that you are going through right now. The peace of God will be upon you. 
you will not worry about whatever's going on around you no more. Even if somebody in your life die right now, you're not going to be worried about it. Yeah, it's going to hurt, but you're not going to be worried about it because you already made the decision to let God will be done. Even if you hear like war, you know, war shall come and attack America right now, you are not going to worry about it because the peace of God is in your mind. Because you already made a decision, may God will be done. We may not understand it, but we will. We we can still receive it. Receive the peace of God. We don't only pray because we know God can change our situation. We also pray because doing so change our. Uh, you know, our mind doing so change our, our, you know, like our mood or emotion. Doing so will take away that anxiety, that problem. The peace of mind, when you have the peace of God up on your life, somebody might put a lot of bomb on you. Saying, like, if you say you don't believe in God, we will set you free. If you say that you believe in Jesus, we will blow you up. That peace of God that's in you will make you never betray God. You will say, man, go ahead and do what you got to do, man. Because, like, you're seeing God, it's like you're seeing God in front of you. I was watching a video on YouTube, this, um, somewhere like in Africa. You know, somewhere in Africa where Muslim, you know, not all Muslim do that, but, you know, like, but those people who actually was Muslim because in that, in that village, they don't want people to be a Christian, but a few people, there was missionary that actually go to that village and then a few people accepting God, accepting Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And then like those Muslim people actually didn't, you know, didn't like it. So I saw a video of three people. Uh, you know, like a senior and another guy and a female. They was beating them up. They was, you know, telling them that to cast out, you know, to betray God, to cast out God, blah, blah, blah. They didn't want to do it. So they light them on fire. They light them on fire. The other two people was running, screaming, you know, you know, like, you know, um, you know, trying to get the fire off their body and everything. But that old guy, I don't know what he saw in that moment, but I believe he had the peace of God in him. That old God just sat, you know, stood there. He didn't even move. He was on fire. He was burning up. He didn't even move. He didn't even try to run away. You know, I saw his body moving a little bit, showing that he was still alive when, when he was burning. The other people like run, running away, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like dropping the ground, you know, like rolling over, trying to take the fire away from them. But that old guy was burning up for Jesus. They light them on fire because they did not want to, to betray Jesus, to betray God. The other two, like I said, the other two was running away because they was on fire. They were screaming. They was running away. But they still... Then betray God, but they was moving away. But that old guy, oh my God, I asked myself, what kind of peace that God gave that man? He stayed in one spot 
burning. I started crying. He's, he, he, he actually still like in one spot, burning. He didn't even try to take the fire off him. They actually took like uh, tire stuff and throw on them. They actually took like, you know, like leave, throw on them and then put, put gas and light them on fire. He didn't even try to move the thing away. The other people was moving the tire away from them. They were doing this, they were doing that. But that old guy just stood there, let himself burn on, you know, you know, like with fire because of the name of Jesus. I don't know what he saw. He probably saw Jesus watching him. And then he see himself going to his, to his God, to his Savior. Me, even if I didn't betray God, even if I didn't betray Jesus, I was going to roll over like, oh my God, you know, let's take it off. I was going to try to remove that fire from me. But that old man in Africa, I don't know what he saw. He probably saw something so marvelous. He was focused. His mind was focused on God. He probably saw God because he was looking up. God probably was saying, like, come to me, my child. You did your job. And then he was focused. He wasn't even paying attention of, of his body been burning. His body was burning up. He allowed him to die. I'm not saying that he didn't suffer, but he didn't move. That's the peace of God. When you have the peace of God, nothing's going to worry you. If you have the peace of God in your life, the situation that you are going through right now will be like a small thing. You're not going to worry about it. The peace of God brings faith into your life. You cannot have the peace of God without faith because if you don't have faith, that peace that God gives you in that moment is not going to last because you're going to be stressed. You're going to go back to the same problem. Fear is going to come back in your life. So you have to have faith and to have the peace of God. You're not going to worry about if World War Three happened right now because God promised to always take care of his children. God might decide to let you die because God, everybody's going to die one day. The way you want to die may not be the way God wants you to die. If God wants you to die for his glory, dying for the glory of God is, you know, like, you know, is like a, you know, like a bad death. You know, you're going to die pretty bad. God might allow you to die. It doesn't mean that he didn't love you. That was your time. But if it's not your time, you will not die. Somebody might put a bomb in your house. The bomb is closed. You will not die because it's not your time. A lot of us saying that you want to go to heaven, but you're afraid to die. I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. I want to see God. I want to be next to God. I want to be next to Jesus Christ. You're singing about it. You're preaching about it. You're talking about it. When you in a situation, you're about to die. You don't want to die. You're afraid to die. It's like you don't believe that you're going to heaven. If you're afraid to die for the name of God, it's like you don't believe that you're going to heaven. It's like you're doubting. Am I really going to heaven if I die right now? Blah, 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 blah. 
am I really going to heaven if I die right now? So you're doubting this. That's fear come to your life. But people that know they are going to heaven, you should not be afraid to die. A lot of them are not afraid to die. So all we can do right now, instead of you being afraid, instead of you allow fear to actually overcome your faith, instead of you losing your faith, the best thing that you can do right now to overcome fear is to just believe and pray. All we can do is pray. Everything that's happening like on this earth, all we can do is pray. We can't do nothing and allow God to choose to answer your prayer and choose not to answer your prayer. You should always agree with whatever um, uh, uh, decision that God you know, takes. You're praying, but allow God to make a decision. Don't get mad if God chooses not to do it. You know? Don't get mad if God chooses not to do it. You should be happy and glorify God's name because his will is done. It's not what you wanted, but his will is done. When God don't answer your prayer, that's his will. His will will be done. You know, if you answer it, something's going to happen. So you choose not to answer it because he loves you. So the best thing that we can do before I'm done, the best thing that we can do is to do the same thing that Jesus did. Jesus left his example for me and you when he was making that prayer. There's a lot of examples he left, but I'm talking about that simple one. When he was in the garden praying, first he said, God took the cup away from me. That right there is the meaning is like, when me and you are going to whatever we are going to, we cast out God, we curse out God. We're saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. You're saying all those negative things. And at the same moment you're saying all that, you come to a conclusion, you say, may your will be done, not my will. So Jesus said, took away the cup of suffering from me. And then he said, as, you know, you know, you know, yet, as by your will, not my will. So he's like, may your will be done, not my will. And then Jesus stood up with the peace of God in him and then went through everything he went through for me and you. So that's the same example. That's the same decision that me and you as believers need to do, even if you are not a believer. We need to make a decision right now saying, I may God will be done in my life on this earth. Even if I like it, even if I don't like it. Because even if you like it, if you don't like it, his will will still be done. So the best thing to do to help yourself not to be going through anxiety, depression, problem is to just allow God's will to be done. After that, guys, thank you guys for supporting me. Keep me, guys, in your prayer. I really need prayer, guys. I've been fighting with myself with this show. The enemy do not want me to do it. Last week, I didn't even go live at all. I was laying down, should I go live? Should I not go live? I was fighting with myself. And I allowed the enemy to overcome. To overcome and make me not go live. So I'm a human being. There's a lot of things that God stay through me. Those are the things that give me strength when I go back and listen to them and give me strength. Yesterday in church, you know, the pastor was praying 
when God chooses you to do something and is to do something is because he wants you to be part of what supposed to be done in his kingdom. If you don't choose to do it, he will find somebody else to do it. God was talking to me straight. Because I have been asking God, what do you want me to do for real like in your kingdom? What is your calling for me? What is we know what is your will for me in your kingdom? What do you want me to do in your kingdom? And then God said, I want you to do this broadcast, podcast, this show, this talk show, to talk to my people, to allow me to use your mouth to talk to my people. And I, ha- I have been letting the enemy make me don't want to do what God called me to do. So I'm asking you guys to keep me in your prayer. After that, before I'm done again, once again, if you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, thank you so much, God. Continue sharing my show. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. I am in 600, uh, 688, I think. 688 subscribe on YouTube. Help me make it to 1,000. And help me make it all the way up. You know, share my show for me, guys. Help me out. And I really appreciate the love. Have a good day. May God be with you all. May God allow you to actually be strong and have faith in him in whatever situation that you are going through. I love you all, and I will see you guys Wednesday. One love. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.